think that works? Yeah, I think it does. Do I? I mean, even if I talk to you, will that pick it up, or should, should it be do. sitting there? No, no, no. That, that's that's picking it right. up. I think. Yep, okay. the levels are pretty good. All right, this is all good stuff too that we're recording already. So is it? Yeah, oh, this is all the prime okay. stuff. This is Peek Inside the Panic Room, where we explore our passions with zero limits, mixed with the occasional bit of chaos. You don't have to be famous to have a story to tell. So strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. All right, so. True. Yeah. All right, man. Okay, so, um, mate, Will, welcome. Uh, We've got uh, Will from WPH Plumbing in the house today, and we're ready to lather up. (laughs) Let's get soapy. Let's soap it up. Thank um, you, Matt. Yeah, it's mate. It's uh, you, mate. I'm, I'm very happy to have you. Um, we we're just talking before that it's been been about a week since I've seen you, which is unusual because we we generally spend quite a bit of time together, whether it be uh, do. you know training, yep, um, or at other meetings. Yep, uh, so right. it's 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 great to see you again, mate. Likewise, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's always good to see you, mate. Yeah, I know. I know. It's I, I agree. I agree. It is always good to see me. I'm hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Well, I take so up a lot of the peripheral getting, vision. Getting harder to miss. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, well, um, no. easier to miss. Easier to miss. A bit say. easier to miss than what I was a few months back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's thanks to you as well. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. So uh, you Happy know, to take the credit there. It never ends. It never ends. The uh, <laughs> the, the, the bromance continues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna deal. So so Will runs a plumbing business uh, in Palm Beach and Eleanora, uh, servicing all the Gold Coast. Yeah, but we need, I just want to talk about the big. The big elephant in the room, and, and not me, but the other elephant in the room. WPH Plumbing. Is your middle name Plumbing? Uh, all right, I'm going to go on record here. and uh, so is, it, is it Will Plumbing Hancock Plumbing? Well, Just confirm. You know what? Had my parents <laughs> lovingly birthed their third son and uh, called my middle name Plumbing, it would have been pretty weird. Preordained. Uh, it would have been preordained, much, you know, very Dalai Lama-esque, you might say. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, you could say the fate had gone before me. Yep. And uh, I was merely walking its path. Yes, yes. Um, but the problem is my middle name is actually Peter. <laughs> so okay, well. Yeah. yeah. That, look. The, the business name isn't original in as much as the fact that it is literally just my initials. Yes, right. WPH Plumbing. A branding um, masterstroke, one might say. Absolutely it is. Because when you break it down, whenever I'm on the tools, it's WPH Plumbing. Yes, absolutely. You know, so, yeah. I mean, that wasn't like uh, on purpose. I just couldn't think up a good plumbing name and I thought WPH Plumbing would do. It works. William Peter Hancock Plumbing. Yeah, I really should have thrown is in between those two. William Peter Hancock is plumbing. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right. right as as yeah. in the flesh yeah. as we speak. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, you're witnessing Greatness. William Peter Hancock plumbing. Is plumbing. Yeah. 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 So, so that's pretty incredible. Oh, uh, you know. This is good stuff. Roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> Middle name isn't plumbing, Peter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some people like to uh, posit that my middle name is plumbing because they think I'm so good at my job that. They put it in there twice. Plumbing must be your middle name. Yeah. Yeah. William Plumbing Hancock. Plumbing. plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, 
just in case you didn't know that what you were doing was plumbing. Plumbing, yeah. 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 So, yeah. so then, and a question that always springs to mind with me when I'm, when I'm talking to tradesmen, and I've got a lot of mates that are tradesmen. But what made you decide that you wanted to earn money dealing with human feces? Uh, yeah, it's a really good question. And I, it's one that I understand people want to ask. Um, look, it could be, you know, for some it could be a fetish. Others it could... <laughs> But others, it could be that um, they just see a niche market. Yep. Um, I'm I'm more on the the latter than the, the former. niche market. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't actually take any joy in playing with other people's feces, and I try to avoid it at all costs if yep. I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Playing in people's shit is probably uh, 0.5% of what plumbers do. Okay. Um, it's not yeah. a good 0.5% though. No, it's not. But it's where you make your money, right? Well, yeah. It's not, actually. We Put your money out. where your shit yeah, is. Yeah. We, yeah. Look, I don't think we actually charge any more for it, you know. Most of it's pleasure. So. <laughs> why, would you ch- why would you charge <laughs> extra saying you enjoy this exactly much? Right. Look, you do it enough, I, you get used to it, and after a while you start to enjoy it. But, so, but, I, yeah. but I guess out of all the trades, yeah. um, apart from electrician, where you literally have to be an idiot to attempt to do home electrician work, yeah. and it's actually illegal, Yeah. it's not illegal to do... Home plumbing. Yeah, it is. It is illegal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so electrical and plumbing are the two licensed trades yeah. that are that come under the uh, uh, health-related um, business. Right, okay. If you muck up your water supply and your sewer management, you've got widespread diseases yeah. and issues in society. Right. Yeah. So it is most definitely a... Um, it's de- definitely a prohibited thing to do your own plumbing. Yep. Um Short of changing your shower head, if you've got to open up your tapware and expose your water supply, you've got to shut your water supply and pull things out of the wall, um, you're, you're working outside your jurisdiction, you need to get a licensed plumber. Because um, much like electricity, if you bugger it up, you're either going to cause hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage or you're going to, uh, you could adversely affect the health of people that you, you're working for. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't stop people from trying it, though? Not at all. Yeah. No. So would you say, uh, like, a, a proportionate amount of the time that you spend is fixing other people's stuff-ups? Um, or or you've educated your clientele yeah. not to do it? Yeah. I, I suppose in any business, um, one of the bigger challenges is, is finding your clientele and who you like to deal with most. Probably something I've done from the start is focus on who I want to deal with as a client. And uh, a lot of my clients, yeah, they call it the avatar, uh, mid to, um, you know, sort of middle age to uh, retirement age homeowners who aren't really interested in doing their own plumbing, but just want to get a good plumber out to get the job done in a quick time. Yep. Um, uh, I, I would say... A good 40% of it is emergency, need it done in the next 24 hours work. 6% is planned maintenance or um, non-emergency maintenance as well. Dripping taps, running toilets, um, uh, a burst water pipe at outside, underground, where we can get out there in the next 48 hours or we've got to get the leak detected first. So there's a lot of that stage maintenance stuff, um, a lot of property management stuff, uh, but very little of it um, is... um, 
fixing other people's stuff ups. Yep. Um, a lot of most people are pretty scared of plumbing. It does. It will make. Uh, it, it will make a fool of you, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've tried some of my own stuff and you've had to fix some of that stuff at my house um, yep. with the toilet. Uh, I've recently tried to change some taps, which now means that I need to change some tiles, which will then lead to probably a full bathroom renovation at some stage down the track. And which Therein lies a lesson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I am the, I, and on the, on the flip side, I'm also the other avatar that WPH Plumbing is looking for because I have essentially really fucked everything up and you can come in and fix it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and a lot of my clients have screwed everything up in life, but I can, I'm can. i only qualified for the plumbing side of yeah, things. Yeah, look, I've tried, to, I've tried to lean on you for many other things, but really, yeah. you're only good for plumbing. That's let's be right. honest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Man's got to know his limitations. Yep. Empty encouragement, I'll give it to you yeah. all day, every day. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything, yeah. right? I, you know, I can, I'm only qualified. You're for not licensed in that. I can't, I can't, I can't say with all assuredness that what I'm saying is correct. Yeah. Unless it's plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're a young, fit, healthy man, married man. Yep. Beautiful wife, Lib. Yep. You got three gorgeous children. I do. Yeah. Um, one is. Seems to be completely immune to to what's going on in the world now, whilst the others aren't. Yeah, uh, which is nice. Yeah, um, she's the one to, to focus on moving forward. Yeah, she, she we sounds can, like she's got my genes. Yeah, we can build the new human race around Bessie. Yeah, um, absolutely. I tell you what, but yeah, you, you love your family to death. Um, what what's under the hood of Will? Like, what sort of makes you tick? What's what's you passionate about? I know you're passionate about human shit. And, and fixing other people's stuff-ups. Yeah. But what probably, else makes you tick, mate? Probably more. Yeah, okay. So, actually, just, just to go on the record, I'm not passionate about anyone's shit at all. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mate, he, he, look, he, he, he has about four or five coffees a day, so I think he might be passionate about his own. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. We, we, I run a lean system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what goes so. in must come out. Yeah, and it does yeah. quite quickly, yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, moving on to more palatable subjects. Yes. What makes Will tick? Um, look, I love, I do love being healthy. I love being outside. I like staying busy. Um, I've, I've, uh, I'm pretty driven, pretty driven and, and, and pretty competitive naturally. I'm not sure if you've noticed, Matt. Yeah, but I have I'm, just a smidgen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit competitive, um, with everything I do. I like to be good at all the things I do. Um, it do, it can be a hindrance. I don't like sitting still for very long and, my wife will attest to that. She's she often gets frustrated that I don't know when to just stop. Yeah. Um, but like essentially, I'm I am I'm kind of your run of the mill everyday Gold Coast tradesman. I like surfing. I like being in the bush. I like being outside. I like spending time with the kids at the beach. Uh, I like having a business. I like being busy in that business. And yeah, I mean, every day you're learning something new. Um, always always a challenge. Uh, yeah, I think my biggest, my, my greatest love is surfing and being in the ocean. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, I'm, so, I'm just big time into being healthy and outside and energetic and yeah. happy. Yeah. So you've recently, just maybe in the last six months, you bought a new truck for yeah. your business. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was needed. Yeah. Um, when you were looking for that truck, mm. were you very sure to make certain there was a spot in the back of that truck for your surfboard yes yeah, yeah. so you are the quintessential gold coast tradesman that's right yep. yeah if the surf's up the phone's off 
<laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I've got no, a, not I've, all. I can attest that that's not the case. It's not. No, I, look, I wish it was more yeah. of the case, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, um, oh, yeah, I, I've got to get that balance a bit better, actually, because I often, I still very often choose work over play. Yep. Even if it's pumping, but if there's a lot of obligations, I choose to take the obligations on before I yep. give myself the time to go surfing. Um, I've also got staff. I've got a, an apprentice that run around, runs around with me every day. And uh, that definitely sort of pans out the surfing a little bit. It's not as available to me because I've got this 17-year-old hanging with me. Yeah, lead weight yeah, dragging you down. Yeah, just another handbrake yeah. in life, holding yeah. Wilbur back. This is it, from yeah. achieving your ultimate goal yeah, which is, of world domination. Yeah, in, yeah. in um, you know, amateur surfing, sort of unpaid, just... Hobby surface. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if I could dominate the world in that, then yeah. that'd be this is amazing. It. Yeah. If you could dominate the world in amateur surfing plumbers with an apprentice that live in Eleonora. Yeah. Well, I feel like it. I'm there. This yeah. is it. You think you're there? Yeah, I'm maybe second or third, but I'm pretty yeah. close to world domination yeah. in that. You, you in might that. just be behind wet spot irrigation. Yeah. One what does he do again? One of the best one of the best business names I've ever seen. Wet spot irrigation. Wet spot irrigation. Well, he's really targeting those that, you know. Have wet spots. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or lack thereof. Or a lack thereof. That yeah. might be the service he's providing. He'll, yeah. he'll give you a wet spot. Well, that's his promise. I mean, it's on his truck. <laughs> Mate, it's a big promise. Yeah. I, if, I hope he never wears his work shirts out to, to the pub. No, puddles you know, everywhere. Puddles. Because it is, it, it's, there's going to be a lot of expectation there. Carpet. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of expectation. It's, it's a hard thing to, to, to live up to. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. I mean, he's obviously confident. Confidence is ninety eight percent of the game. Well, this is it. You know, he can talk the talk, but can he walk the wet? That's right. He can irrigate. <laughs> he can irrigate. Yeah. He can irrigate. All right. So anyway, just so we, we've just you know ascertained that you sit somewhere, you know, behind wet spot irrigation. And somewhere ahead of the rest of the field yeah. of amateur surfing plumbers in Eleanor and Palm Beach. Yeah. 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 But, you know, we, we, we haven't really touched on your family. Um, you've just recently celebrated your 14-year anniversary. 14 the day years. after I celebrated my 18th anniversary. So it was a popular yeah, time. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff going on around that time yeah, of the year. I, and I, I can see that in the next four years, a lot of changes are going to occur with... Yeah. You, you, you've, you, you, but you have 18 years of marriage must do a few things to a man. And you have, you have seen firsthand what your future is by looking four years into the future at what I, yeah. Yeah. what I'm going through. Yeah. Am I terrified? You yeah. should be. You should be. What a yeah. change. This, from, from what I have read, possibly years 14 to 18 or years 15 to 18 are very key in every marriage. Okay. Yeah. And if you can just get those years right, yep. a lifetime of happiness. Yeah, Mate. you've got a good role model. Yeah, mentor up. Yeah, Let's go. Well, so we can change the change yeah. the current uh, out, outlook that we have with our relationship as mentor student. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you're my family. Part yeah. of yeah, I yeah. think it's just the one be extended. Yeah, you yeah. should come in like David Goggins. It just move <laughs> in with me. They just tell me when to get up. This is it. Tell me when to say a nice thing. To leave, give her a compliment. I, look, I've been known to. Um, I've been known to hand out some pearls of wisdom. Yep. I think that the, the, the longer you're involved in a relationship, the, obviously the more experienced you become and how to deal with different situations and you can see those situations in other people's relationships. 
I bet. You've I've obviously you know. You strike me as someone who's real good at seeing the faults in. I other, see. I'm very other good. People I, I'm and other people's relationships. Absolutely. I'm very good at seeing the faults in other people. Yeah, you. Yeah, and you yeah. dish it out like you just. I I just give advice wherever it's not necessary. Unwarranted. Unwarranted advice. Yeah. Unwarranted, unlearned, yeah. unofficial, uneducated, uneducated advice. Yeah. Come to me. I like it. I'll man. fix it. I don't. Don't change. I'll either much. fix it, or I'll completely fuck it. Yeah. Or I'll just hide. either way. Either fix it or highlight it, and then let the war begin. It's know? it's a bit it's a bit like um you know Wall from Crocodile Dundee where you know you got a problem, you tell Wall. Wall tells everyone, yeah. no longer a problem. Yeah. So that's how it can work. Yeah, right. Not saying that's how it does work, yeah. but it's how it can work. Yeah. So I've been pretty proud of some advice that I've given, yeah. and um, the, the bad advice that I've given, I just shut out. Yeah. So effectively, I only give good advice. Yeah. yeah. Sowing seeds of dissent. Sometimes. Not necessarily dissent. I'm, I'm sowing seeds to freedom sometimes. Okay, yeah, yeah, true. It's just got to highlight yeah. the path. You know, when yeah. I've you know I've I've been with my wife for. Hang on. I'll do the sums. You've been married 18? I've been married 18 years, but we've been together 29. So, yeah, we've been together way longer than we've been apart. So I think that gives me some element of permission to completely judge other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, mate. I especially love, like, Liv, I especially love judging the 19-year-olds. They come in with their their 19-year-old problems. Yeah. And I completely love sitting in judgment. I don't usually say anything. But secretly, I'm judging them, right? I've let live into a big secret here. Yeah, right? because I mean, she's never like, she's never going to come in and talk about anything anymore. No, that fucking no. Matt, yeah. he's, he's sitting there in silent don't, judgment. Don't air any of your concerns <laughs> or your grievances because they're not real. They don't they don't really matter. Yeah, but yeah, problems don't matter until you're 25. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I often think that people don't have problems unless they're my problems. You know. Yeah. It's a selfish, selfish take. I get it. It's not actually official. I keep forgetting I'm being recorded here. But that's, that's fine. That's not an official line I take. I'm very concerned with a lot of people's problems. Super sarcastic. Can I take that back? Yeah, Everything I say is with it. Very tongue in cheek, by the way. Yeah, it's there's a there's a look. I, I know g- that, Matt. I want to give my family the, the time that it's due here. All right. Okay. I just want to talk about the what. The, Let's the wife talk. Uh, Matt, that's the next bit. I want to talk right, about your family. Okay. So yeah, I'm I've been married for 14 years. Yep. Uh, been with Libby for 16 and a half, 17 years now. Yep. Um, we got married at 23, had our first kid at 25, so started pretty early. Fast forward. Always, yeah, yeah. Always been, um, I think, uh, like again, driven, just like kind of, and all, um, yeah, just always kind of not knowing, I don't know, just just moving forward all the time, trying to, trying to find yeah, the Yeah, just want life to, to happen. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. life underway. Yeah. So it's been great. Um, got three kids, um, living in Carumban Waters. Um, yeah, for all wants and purposes, just kind of one of those, like, just those nuclear type families, you yeah. know, that, um, yeah, that, yeah. Just happy family. Happy family. I mean. Standard, standard boring. Yeah, if you ask Lib, she might tell you. You never know. Well, we're not going to ask Lib. Okay. This right, is about well, you, mate. Yeah. So what do you think? So the official. I have the, a fair idea what Lib would say. The official take is we're a really happy family. Yeah. Yeah. I am father of the year and a better husband than that again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, everyone's ridiculously happy. Yeah. Yeah, euphorically happy. Euphoric, yeah. Yeah, uh, with their dad and husband. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> absolutely nothing is wrong in the world. Yeah. yeah so. No, well, nothing else matters, mate. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 
It's um, it's the Hancocks against the world. Exactly right, and we're winning. Man. You are winning, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with winning. Yeah, no, no. no. But you talked about um, Lib, and she's obviously the love of your life. Yeah, I've got a sneaking suspicion you might have another love that you like spending a little bit of time with as well. A dalliance, you might say. A dalliance every now and again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Comes in the form of a big cylinder. They are water heaters. Yes. Uh, my heart literally does get a little flutter. Whenever yeah. and anyone ever the says... The pilot light turns on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it throws the old burner under me a little, you know. Um, yeah, when everyone says got a, got hot water issues or anything like that, I really like, I really like working on hot water systems, A, because it's clean work. I don't have to go near people's sewers. Really don't like sewers. Yeah. I, d- I, I work on them all the time. We're always clearing drains. Never have to touch shit. Yeah. You know, news flash. At worst, we're wearing gloves. Yeah. Most, I would hope so. Yeah. I've seen things, Matt. Mate, I, I I've I, seen some old, old salty plumbers that have just every, every ounce of their self-preservation and protection has been eroded away over a lifetime in the industry and they will happily just go elbow deep into drains <sighs> and I just I just think you know what when you get to that stage what's the point anymore what's the point I had a mate that I played footy with for many years and he was a plumber and he was a really good plumber a really hard working plumber yep. but he was known to spend an hour on a sewer choke and then just dive into lunch. No gloves, just dive into lunch. Just a rinse under the tap yeah. and just dive into lunch out of his lunchbox. He'll and live longer than all of us. <laughs> he probably yeah. will. Constitution of an ox. He hasn't caught COVID, that's for sure. I bet, yeah. mate, he caught it back in yeah. the 80s. He, he, he caught it before it was invented. He, caught, he did. He did. <laughs> He's actually patient zero. Oh, I bet he yeah. is, yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. Mate, that guy eats bats for lunch, for sure. This is it. Penguins. Yeah, right. uh, Stir-fried pangolin. Yeah. He's yeah. no issues. Look, there's, uh, you know, the strong survive in this game, and and that that, and that old, like the that generation of guys, um, far out, man. Tell, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. His hands were like, just like. There was no hands. It was just they were just virtually callous. Yeah, he was a good-looking fella. He was a really good-looking fella, and then you see his hands, and you'd be like, I'm out. Like, I can't imagine, like, you couldn't, couldn't call him wet spot irrigation. Mate, there's, there's someone for He's everyone. He's a no-fly zone. There's someone for everyone. Yeah. Every shape and size, mate. There's a, there's a woman, there was a woman out there that was like, I need a good-looking, well-earning well plumber from the northern beaches of Sydney, and I want his hands to be 95 years old. <laughs> and I want the body to be 26 she, and the hands to be him. 95. She found him. Yeah. Well, there is, all, there is obviously... Someone for everyone because I have someone. So that is proof in the pudding. Proof, proof positive that there is someone for everyone. And if if that's the only thing you take away from this podcast today, yeah. Besides all of this bullcrap, there's someone for everyone. There is. So anyway, hot water systems. Yeah, my yeah. So Off I that really tangent. enjoy far out. We do get some. <laughs> we gotta you gotta pull us back in. Producer. Yeah, what are you doing, Liv? Like, you're the producer. You, you're you're supposed to, what in. are you doing? This this is a unit in production. This is a universal sign of get back. Yeah. Get back yeah. and bring the lures in. This All is right? it. Reel it in. This it's, is just horrendous. Just did, that what I just did was a redirection of a verbal cast back into the hot spot. 
right where the old mangrove jacks are sitting. This, this is, is it. where we're on. This is right? it. Yeah. So um, yes, hot water systems. Hot water systems. Yeah. I really like working on them. They're good, clean work. Um, I, I I get a lot of success out of them um, as far as results for my customer. Yep. Look, the biggest metric that WPH um, uh, takes notice of um, as a business is how happy are my customers? Um, at the end of the day, <sighs> look, everyone everyone's in business business to make money. Yep. Elephant in the room. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yep. As soon as you get over that fact. You're going to be a lot happier as a person when you're employing businesses to do work for you and when you're running your own business. You're there to make money. All that aside, my biggest, um, my biggest desire, my biggest motivation. Did you get that? Did bless you, you that? bless you, darling. She <laughs> sneezed. My biggest desire in business is the happiness of the customer. Um, if, that, if the customer's happy, if they're stoked, then I can move on to the next job without having to think about the old one. I'm happy. Yep. They're happy. Business done, great. Um, and for the most part, over the last eight years of business, I've had very, very, very few customers that have been legitimately unhappy with um, with our business. Um, it does happen. Again, yeah. another oh, well, that's, another that reality. Yeah, there's just some people you can't please, and that's fine. But you can control the way you react. Getting back to the point, hot water systems. I get, I tend to get great results. Um, I can respond quite quickly. I always pri- prioritise hot water systems. When people have hot water issues, I really want to swoop in and get the job done quickly for them because having no hot water is the pits. It's in the, the worst. It is, yeah. It's just annoying. And if you... I've found if someone calls you and says, I've got no hot water, you say, that's sweet, I'll see you in three days, they're not going to call you back. and they're not gonna, you, The job won't be there in three days' time. Yep. So we really make a promise to... If you call us for a hot water issue, we'll get there that day. Yep. Um, I can attest yeah. to that. Yep. I can oh, attest yeah, to that. Now, yeah. when my one shut itself and yeah. came really around and found the fix, we yeah. are going to need to replace that, I think. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah I true. think so. I was really proud of yourself on that one. It was good. I, I could tell you were working with no net. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was good. I was on the edge. We're always learning. But it's funny you'd mentioned about that, um, about making money you can't be the sole reason for being in business. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I think that if, if you're, if you're, I think if your sole business of, your sole purpose of your business is to make money. You aren't going to be happy, and I don't think most of your customers will be happy either. Well, you're never making enough money because you're convinced Always. that you're never not. Like you know, Always. even if you are, and most pe- most businesses are, they're making enough money. Yeah, you know. Um, but if you, yeah, if you're if you're one hundred percent just focused on the on the bottom line profit, you, you're not. You just you're just constantly in a state of unease yeah. about how to make more money, how to up. You know, and and. Multinational corporations will attest to that, that it eventually um, hurts everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Hurts people, hurts the environment, hurts every, every supply chain along the way. Yeah. Everything. Everything yeah. becomes yeah, a victim. I, re- I reckon that um, I have this analogy with golf because I play golf. And this analogy with golf is that um, golf's about managing expectations. Mm. So you, you play to a handicap and some people that play golf would say that golf is their handicap. Um, and I've been a good golfer and I've been varying degrees of a, of a reasonably good golfer. Yep. And when I have not been playing as well as I think I can be, it's about managing those expectations. If yep. you haven't put the time in and the effort in and the practice that you can't hit the shots that you could when you were doing those things. Yep. And so you can't tell yourself that you're going to be able to play to that level because you can't. 
And, that's right. But generally, a golfer's head in, is a much better a, a golfer is a much better player in their head than they are physically. And it's just about managing those expectations. And and I think it's the same in business. Like if you set manageable expectations, then you're well on the way to, to being happy and being successful. I think yeah. it's it's if you set keep setting that bar too far, then you never reach it. You've got to have goals that are reachable. Then you set your next goal. I think yeah. that's important. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You could almost say golf and surfing are exactly the same thing. I, I would think that it's one hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. am convinced that I'm a better surfer in my head than I, I am in reality. Yeah. Um, and I've just got to, you know, be okay with that. It's funny you say that you think golf and surfing are the same because they're both they're both really difficult sports to master. Yes. Right. They're they're actually they're actually semi difficult to be okay. Yeah. Okay, so everyone, if, if they have a little bit of a go, can hit a golf ball. Yeah. If you put enough time in, you can stand up on a surfboard. Yeah. Right? I think that both of them are seriously mental. Mm. And I think that also that it doesn't matter how much you spend on your equipment, it comes back to you. Yep. So in the golf area, like there's the all the gear, no idea. And it would, it would be exactly the same for surfers. I know some of my mates have got six or eight boards and, you know, I just don't understand that. But then I sit there and I go, well, I've got a three and a half or $4,000 set of golf clubs that I literally want to throw in the drink half the time I'm playing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And that's all me. It's got nothing to do with them. Same as the surfboard's got nothing to do with how you surf. Yeah. It's just about you and Absolutely. it's about getting out of your own head. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. About, it's about... It's about... Yeah, it's being about being in that flow state where yep. you're not overthinking it. You're really enjoying the moment, and things are just you're just connecting the dots yep. of, of how it's working. Um, and you know, that honestly can happen in business too. You can find a real sweet spot in in business where you just you're just connecting every single day. You've got work coming in, everyone's happy, and you just it's all working, you know. And you it can't possibly stay that way perpetually. Yep. You've got a pendulum swing between oh, reassessing this is man, what are, it's been a rough month or man, this has been so good. What have I done that's lined this up? And it can it can be the result of the previous three months just lining that up perfect month and then just every day has just been a joy. Everything's going great. That usually comes with a bit of a flip side. Um when you're, you get to a point where you're, you're busy, you're churning through, but you're letting a lot of the back-end stuff go because you are just on the tools. Um, again, business, it's probably not ideal to be always on the tools. So that's kind of, I'm not, I don't ever actually consider myself um, a businessman to that degree at all. Like I'm not, I wouldn't, don't take my advice on business. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Disregard but, everything that yeah. Will says. But I do, I, as a casual observer of business, yes. having been in it for eight years. And having known other business people. And know, knowing other business yes. people, um, you, get, you get great little seasons, you get challenging seasons, and you've you got you to find your flow state in all of them. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I hear I it. I think that's it. I hear it. All right? I hear it. I'm going to tell you a story Please about do. why I got into fitness, right? Because I was having one of those days, I was out surfing, and it was like pretty solid Kira, and I've been surfing for a long time, and I blew a really, really good wave, and like I took a drop, and I popped up, and I knew at the time I was about 10 kilos overweight, and I just, 
instantly, as I watched this barrel kind of reel off and I was sliding on my stomach after bogging at the bottom of the wave, <laughs> all the timing was out and I just knew that was my fault. Like that, I should have made that wave and it was my fault that I didn't is because I'm a bit of a fat prick right now and I'm not doing the work, right? And kind of outed myself, right, that's it. I've got I to gotta make it. So anyway, um, I knew Benny from the shake-up yep. and I said, Benny, I've got to get into this a bit more. You know, I'm going hard from now on. So did a challenge. Like I was training with him for a good six months and then did a challenge. Lost a heap of like a lot of that fat and the weight and came down. And I've been training solidly for now five years. And most of the training I do is high-intensity cardio stuff and then some weightlifting as well a couple of times a week. And the biggest motivation for me doing the training is surfing and then staying healthy to work. Yep. Because a lot of guys in the building industry wreck themselves because they're working hard and they're fundamentally strong, but they're just not strong in the right areas. They don't have strong backs. They have a bad diet. They're not recovering properly from their days. Um, so I wanted to tidy up those things to... Um, to give myself the best chance at longevity. And, and also, um, doing a 1,000 burpees really helps getting up quicker on your surfboard. For sure. Use flash. For Who sure. would have thought, right? Yeah. Um, and, and notice results because of it. So, yeah, that's, you know, that was my... Mo- oh, also, because there's a little bit of a history of heart stuff in, yep. in my family. Yep. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to get a jump on this and just try to do what I can at an earlier age yep. and set it in a... Good cause, you know. Hopefully that renders results well, it's, later it's, on. It's, it's amazing because, like, I guess I hit my reason for wanting to start to train, and Will and I train together um, and have been training together for – I've been going to the shake-up with Benny for 12 months yeah. probably now, and yeah. but really only been pretty serious about it for uh, the last six yeah. where I've really sort of uh, made the commitment to – to get fitter and, and feel better about myself and lose some weight and mm. and and sort of try and I was trying to find my mojo again. Yeah. Um, you now I'd looked at myself in the mirror and was not happy with what I saw. Didn't actually recognise myself in a photo. Yeah. Um, and that used to be a badge of honour when I was a kid because I was a man child. Right. Um, there were several times that I would look at a footy photo and not be able to find myself yeah. because I was the adult with the full beard at fourteen years of age in the middle of the photo. It was. It got to the point where I I, I didn't recognise myself in a photo yeah. for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so, whereas it used to be a badge of honour, it became a, a badge of disgrace. Right. So it was it was time to change. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a, a big turning point for me. And doing the challenge, same as you've done the challenge, and yeah. and now I'm doing another challenge. Um, it's it's what it's done is actually it's it's made me accountable. It's just made me just get out of bed. Yes. So yeah. I could find a hundred reasons not to do it. And everyone can, and you always can. I've got a sore foot, I've got a cold, I've, you know, I've got whatever. Yep. But set that alarm and just get out of bed and just do it. Yeah. And it's made a huge difference to my life, you know, socially and, and from a business perspective. Yeah. Um, opportunities, it was amazing. This, this, as soon as I started to do that, that all these other opportunities just started to pop up. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I think that that was just a change of mindset. For me, it was that... that um, I'm just going to start getting up, start being accountable, start being present. Yeah. And just, you know, I think people start to see that and it's surprising then the flow on from that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Confidence does a lot of things, eh? I think it does. I think that, you know, I would never have thought I had this conversation with my 15-year-old son that 
trying to tell him that you just need to do a little bit extra. And I'm I'm sad that it, and it took me till I was 46 to realise that I had to do that little bit extra. Yeah. Um, and if he did it at 15, that it will make such a massive difference to the rest of his life. Yeah. So you realise when you were early 30s, yeah. right? Yeah. So you were 16 years ahead of me mm. making that decision. Yeah. Um, I sort of reg- – I don't have any regrets in my life and there's many things I should probably regret, <laughs> but I don't. But some of the disappointments that I have is that I probably didn't realise earlier that, yeah. you know, I made a lot of excuses. Yeah, true. Yeah. And you've just got to check that stuff and just yeah. – there's no excuses. Just, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, I just found out this morning that you've got a serious love of coffee. I do. <laughs> yes. And you might have a exorbitant coffee machine at home and you are quite an amateur barista. Yep. Which, you know, does that mean when you get home you change into linen and put a wig on and, you know, put 13 rings on and draw some tats on and make coffees for Libby or how does that work? Well, um, Libby doesn't drink coffee anymore. Um, <laughs> Why is that? She, uh, she developed a caffeine um, a caffeine intolerance, I think. Um, <laughs> she became it, overstimulated. Well, it could, it could be just a subconscious way of her body developing intolerance to her husband's caffeine um, Addiction? addictions as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But she doesn't drink coffee anymore, much to my joy, because it's just more coffee for me. Right? Yes. Like I buy a kilo of bag of coffee. And I get to have the all, entire kilo, kilo yeah, yeah. to myself. I do like coffee. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, uh, it, I, I'm into the process of making it. I like. I've got a lot of friends of mine. Are they're really into coffee, and they're actual professionals in coffee. Right. Um. So I've, I, I look. I'm, I'm an everyman. Are no, you a coffee? Are you a coffee snob? Uh, I nah. No, nah, I'm not a coffee snob. Although, like, if I, you drink a coffee, yeah. Say, say you were at the collective on a Thursday morning. Yeah. Do you drink that and go, it's a, a shit? Yeah. yeah, right. So you're a coffee snob. Yeah, but I don't tell anyone. <laughs> you're a secret coffee snob. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, right. Yeah. yeah. Just a, That's okay. Yeah. And, but, okay. Sorry, collective. No, no, no. This? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll drink their coffee and I'll go, oh, man. It feels, it feels tastes a little bit over-extracted. Yeah. Probably a little bit too hot. Yeah. Like water. Or maybe a bit too much pressure. But, um, yeah, yeah, but he's not a coffee snob. Nah. Well, I mean, <laughs> really? See, I don't drink, I don't drink coffee. I think coffee is ass water. Right. Yep. Okay. I have no interest in it. I think it smells quite good. Yep. Um, I don't mind the smell of coffee, but I reckon in my life, I've had fifteen cof- coffees, and that is under pure duress. That is under the fact that I probably felt that I needed to drink that coffee. Right in a in a in an environment social setting so, oh, social more business yeah so more well you're gonna have a coffee it's very hard to say I have a oh, I, hot, I have a hot chocolate yeah can I just um, get a cold glass of milk yeah just I put I, it in I, a bowl and I'll and I'll drink it like a cat yeah I, yeah. I just want a coke yeah. it's just in the in the good old days I just would have wanted a coke yeah, um a but the then the the just the looks that you would get yeah. Yeah. for not drinking coffee so there's been a, 15 times in my life where I felt obliged. Anyone that gives you a funny look for not drinking coffee, you could just headbutt them, eh? Well, Idiots. I've got a lot of people on that list, but I want to do <laughs> get, that too. Get buttoned, yeah, the, the list <laughs> is long but distinguished. <laughs> I don't understand the, the coffee revolution and oh, because man, I work in an office where it is 
the coffee revolution every morning. I sit there and no, you know what? No one ever, ever offers me a drink. No one ever says to me, Matt, can I get you something? Because I don't drink coffee, so I don't exist. And I just don't mean in the office. I mean in general. Like if I'm in a meeting and people know that I don't drink coffee, I might as well die of thirst in the desert before someone offers me a drink. That's what happens to us non-coffee drinkers. We are the forgotten people of the beverage world. Yeah, look, hospitality is, a, is fast becoming a lost art in society, Matt. All right? right and I'm not talking about professionals offering hospitality. I'm talking about general Just hospitality in general, yeah. from one peer to another. Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot to be said for those old values amongst friends and colleagues. And uh, when everyone sits at a table, every person deserves a beverage of some stature. Okay, uh, you would think so, Will. But there's many times I, I just now taken just to sorting myself out, and I'm and I and I do offer. I've made peppermint teas in the office. I've gotten people water in the office. And Liv sitting here, she's shocked. She doesn't know that I'm I'm, I'm dealing with this on a daily basis, you know. And hopefully, she can she can feel my um. Mm. Feel, feel the the, the actual You're a big grief, man. But you got a soft heart. I man. do. I've, I, you I'm, notice I'm, things, you know. You I'm see just, things. I'm a sensitive soul, and just someone to say to me, Matt, even if even if I was to say no, some Matt, can I get you? A, can I get you? Can I get you something, Matt? That would blow my mind. But no, that's fine because I don't drink coffee. I don't exist, and that's okay. And I'm actually okay with that now. Well, I'm going to tell you all the good things about coffee, right? Go for it. Um, uh, it's ex- well, I mean, it's expensive. <laughs> you buy it out all the time, so it's good for cafe owners. That's yep, good. Yep. Um, no, the f- it is delicious when you when you get a really good coffee. It is so nice. It's so nice. Um, I mean, it's like you don't even drink wine. What do you drink? Maybe, I don't drink anything anymore. Maybe maybe people are right. Well, maybe so okay. Drink. So look, I'm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am now, I am the quintessential teetotaler, so I am now a complete non-drinker. Um, so I don't drink coffee, I don't drink alcohol, so literally I am at the bottom of the list. Yeah, right. Um, I'm hoping oh. that my personality can overcome that and that people can still have fun without me drinking those it two does. beverages with me. I didn't me. drink alcohol till I was 26. Yeah, I, yeah. See, yeah. I, I gave up drinking alcohol about 18 months ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I've not had one single beer or anything since. It's been a rocky road. There are times when I really want to. What I have, what I have established with myself is that I actually don't particularly like alcohol, but I like what happens like when buzz. alcohol is there. Yeah. So I like that how the social setting changes. Yeah. I like how everyone's having a lot more fun. So I like that part of it, um, but when you become just a quintessential binge drinker, you become a bad drinker, and then the hangovers are just not worth it. Um, and then when you make a fool of yourself in front of your fifth, well, at that time probably twelve or thirteen year old son, and he just calls you a disgrace because you're vomiting in the middle of the street in suburban Eleanora, and he just walks home. <laughs> Things have got to change, mate. <laughs> Things have to change, right? And you just need to realise that unless you're going to do this all the time, you're just no good at this anymore. I was actually really fun on the drink. Oh, I can um, imagine. And, and look, it may not be forever, but for now, 
Mate, I'm, I'm sort of in the zone where I'm, I'm eating well. It. I'm not drinking alcohol. I don't drink that ass water coffee. Yeah. Um, I drink a shitload of Pepsi Max. Okay, but you got to pick your poison. Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm I'm going to die. I'm going to die on the Pepsi Max hill. Like I said, I I, I didn't start drinking till I was 26, so I negotiated a lot of those societal, you know, things yep. that we parties and everything else, right? Yeah. Um, Stone cold sober, just being a keen observer of everyone's <laughs> changing moods, and I, I at like I grew up a real pretty straight down the line Christian kid. I got through a, a large part of my pivotal years deciding not to drink. Yep, and it was, a lot of it was based on principle. It was based on the upbringing, but then at some point it got to a point where I decided, nah, because I'm a little bit of a, a, a compulsive uh, uh, contrarian. Yep. Like if everyone's doing one thing, I want to do the other thing. Yep, right? I know that feeling. So, uh, at the time, it was more of a point of, like, well, I mean, I don't need a drink because, you know, you're all idiots. Yeah. And it, for the most part, it's true. They're 18, they're drinking, right? Yeah. They can act like idiots. So I didn't feel like I was really missing much. And I, I, I started having the odd way later, into my mid-20s. I already had kids by then, so I had good reason to drink. It's a good right? time to start. Right? I'd already been married a couple of years, yeah. so... You know, well and truly, you got issues, a good excuse. The issues had already set in, yeah. okay? So, and it wasn't because of the drinking, right? So, anyway. You were drinking out of necessity. Well, I was, you know, yeah, didn't feel like it at the time, but it turned out it was. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Love you, Libby. Yeah, I do, I do. Um, but oh, as a result of that, I find I'm, I don't actually drink all that much. Like, I, like, I know, like, I. People say, oh, I can knock off beers Friday afternoon, you know. Like, I have two cans of beer. And I'm like, whoa, that's a big night, that was all right. <laughs> We're off to bed, you know. Like, it's, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how people can string beer after beer after beer. That being said, a couple of times a year when there's a party on, uh, like Christmas parties yeah. or things you've done, shared experiences with people, you've just done a big year or Celebrations, something. Celebrations, yeah. Together, I'm all about it. I love it. I love having a big night. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know how people do that. Yeah. Once or twice a year, though, I, I love it. But at the same, on the same token, I fully respect anyone that decides, oh, no, I'm not drinking. Like, I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm really mindful of not making it a thing with anyone. You know, if people say, oh, I'm not drinking, I'm like, sweet. Uh, soda water, we'll yeah. have a soda water and lime, let's get you that, you know. Because then it's just a good mask. Like, yeah. I, I understand the, the thinking around it. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I quite like people drawing lines in sands with their own choices. <laughs> I, I, I like that in people. I like people going, nah, I'm doing this for now because, blah. Unless you're vegan, which I, I've got no time for you. No. Okay? I, I, yeah, no 100%. You. There's no yeah, need. That's right. There's no, that's, just, well, that's one line too far. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's right. It's Vegetarian, yeah. I can sort of get. Yeah. Vegan, yeah, you're I've done. Had, hey, I've had a dal. I quite enjoy a dal. Yeah. Eggs on toast with a bit of mushrooms. Vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. Vegan? Yeah, no. Nah. None of that. No. Nah. Can't eat anything. Yeah. Nothing no with flavour. No time for it. No. Nah. So I think we discussed veganism. I think we just I think we discussed veganism in another po- in another yeah, cast oh, as well. We we're, we're really laying into the vegans. We just we're just um alienating. One of our best mates is a vegan, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Benny. Thanks, Ben. We're gonna when we do uh, when we do Shake Up Kitchen, we're gonna do a vegan. That's one result you're not getting. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Alright, so We'll get down to the to the real nitty gritty and ask you a few questions and just get your uh, sure. what you 
what your feelings are on these things. The big hard hitting ones. Okay. Um, I'm excited for this. So, well, we'll start. We'll start with um, what's your beer of choice? My beer of choice. If you could drink one, you've got one last beer to have. Oh, that is a good choice. Okay, if my beer of choice is, if I had one last beer to have, it would be a Fixation Breweries Double IPA. Okay. Yeah. Right. Really good. Yeah. Pretty high alcohol content, mind you. Yeah, okay. So you will get a buzz. Yep. But if it's your last beer... Might as well. You know. So you're a, you're a craft man? I do like craft beers. Yep. I, do, I do a lot of work for Burley Brewing Co. Yep. One of the, the last true... And I'm so proud of these guys. One of the last true independents... They're one of the original independent craft breweries out there as well. And holding strong, Brennan and the team, mate, killing it. Yeah, yeah. They're... So I, I'm really proud to go and do work for them all the time because they, they haven't sold out. I've asked Brennan before, come on, man, Lion, Nate, they must be, you know. Well, they'd be knocking. CUB, what do you reckon? And he's like, freaking EAD. Yeah. He's about <laughs> being independent and yeah. I love it. And, uh, mate, I'm They're all doing well it. for themselves. Great. They're doing yeah. really good. Just constantly expanding. In a constant state of expansion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, turns out Australia likes beer. Good and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's a good one. Yeah. So, but sorry, yeah, <laughs> the one beer that you did ask that I would have my last beer wasn't isn't Burley Brewery. <laughs> it's Fixation, <laughs> but Fixation are a pretty little brewery. But mate, their IPA <coughs> is so nice. But that that being said, a lot of Burley Brewing's beer is is actually really good. And yes, I do get to drink it out of the brewery every now and then, so I, I get a really good result. M and M's or Smarties. M&M's. Yeah, good choice. Now, the Smarties, the shell on it is just a little too thick. It's thick, yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's too much crunch. It requires yeah. just that little too much effort to get through it. And I feel like because of the thicker shell, you get a minimised ratio of chocolate, chocolate. right? Yeah. And what are we here for, people? It chocolate. ain't for shell. Yeah, no. All right? It's no. for chocolate. No. So well, you we throw the egg off. shell away. Yeah. So it would be the same thing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I find M&M's... To be freaking amazing, yeah. They are the, the perfect consistency. Yep. There is. They are just a joy to eat. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Some things. Which is why I haven't eaten them for six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I could. I could tell you're really missing yeah. them. Yeah. Snickers yeah. is what I'm really missing. Okay. You like the dance between a little nutty crunch, and some of that nougat chocolate smoothness, and the M M&M and M. Just gives you just a little burst of that. It's right in the middle. You know, one or the other. Just a little little crunch, but with a, a smooth chocolate centre. Stop, or we're going to need wet spot irrigation to come in here in a minute. I know how to yeah. get the results. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, you got one movie to watch for the rest of your life. Oh. Hmm. Did I mention that I had kids at 25? I haven't sat in front of a box. Toy Story then. Movie. <laughs> yeah. so Toy Story. You know what? Um, I will say that anything Taika Waititi is doing these days yep. is still interesting. Right? 100%. On a commercial scale. Yep. I, I, um, yeah, I think maybe... We're going to take Thor Ragnarok out of that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Which is still very good, but... Yeah, but it's yeah, but boy, more commercial rather than... Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like his stuff. He's very funny. Yeah. He's very left to centre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's so, so Kiwi, so New Zealand. Yeah, he's know? really embraced that. Yeah, and I yeah I think it yeah I think that's only been pretty recently that we've always had Ocker Aussie movies, mm. and whenever like you know Crocodile Dundee and yeah. all at Muriel's wedding, yeah. it's like really super Ocker, yeah. really super Australian, yeah. and we've only really seen that in the last ten years from New Zealand where it's become 
I re- I, I, really super New Zealand. And, and I really feel like it was Flight of the Concords that broke that wall. What a down. show. Those guys, man. One of the greatest shows in the history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and but just their delivery and yeah. their um their dryness and their their like their stoic inability to become excited about yeah. anything, anything. Yeah. is what Kiwis do so well. Everything is just so measured and like but there's so much depth in the way they in their content, right? Like it's it's just a minefield of funny shit. Movie wise though, um I don't know. I don't, I'm not confident in answering that question. That's cool. Yeah. Got a TV show then? Yeah, like um, The Office, the British Which series the, of The uh, Office. The best. Yeah, so Ricky Gervais, the Ricky Gervais is the Gervais best. stuff, David yeah. Brent. Yeah, um, the best. That, um, <clears throat> there, there was some really good um, like BBC stuff that came out even before The Office. There was there was this old series, it was called Darth Marenghi's Dark, Dark, Darth Marenghi's Dark Place. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. You'd love it. Okay. Honestly, it's just... Well, it's brilliant. I'm anyway, on the search Garth, for that now. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and that was like, I, I, I've always been a bit of a off kilter, left to center kind of centrist. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. But I used to sit up late at night as a teenager watching SBS, hoping to find a comedy series and not see a pair yeah. of tits. Yeah, hoping to find a comedy series. No, no, in, in yeah. all seriousness, like the most excited I ever got watching SBS was when I stumbled upon. Like the very first airings of The Office, yeah. and I thought, oh, it, it just nobody talked to me for the rest of the weekend. I just need to find more of this. This is just brilliant, right? This mockumentary style. And I was probably, I mean, seventeen at the time when it came out, or whatever. But I also found, you know, like um, the, the IT crowd, yep, um, Mighty Boosh, all that old, old comedy stuff. I just find it so Mighty Boosh. Mighty Boosh is crazy. Yeah, it's some crazy there, stuff. Yeah. It's out there, but I, I really enjoy. Eccentric stuff. Maybe that's why I like Taika Waititi stuff. Yeah. I just don't have enough time to watch it. Yeah. Don't, don't Need really to make the time. time. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to stop working out and watch more TV. Yeah. Make some time for yourself. Yeah. Stop surfing. Stop spending time with my family and watch more yeah. TV. Don't I? Yeah. It's a good takeaway. Do less. Do less. Do less. Some people do need to do less. I agree. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, final one. Music. Yeah. So you got one band... To listen to for the rest of your life, who are you choosing? Wow, that's a heavy question. Yeah, it is. I really like music. Yeah, really, well, really. You're a drummer. I am. Yeah, we haven't even touched on that. No, that'll be for the next one. Yeah, in another. Stop life, talking about it. Yeah, in yeah. another life, I was actually a drummer. I used to play drums on stages with people. Wow. Travel around a little bit and do things. Throw yeah. your drumsticks into the crowd. I did once. I hit an old lady once. Yeah, that was the first and last time. The report got back to me. I think you hit that lady in the head. I said, yeah. oh, like the, the massive stage lights. I couldn't see anyone. The one mobbing. you were aiming at. Yeah. I hope it was that bitch yeah. with the blue it hair. Was, it was just this over... You know, it was just so, she was, was giving just, me the death eyes. Like the cacophony of this massive room that just got under me. And I thought, I'm going to lob one. I'll go for it. <laughs> and I uh, picked up a mallet and threw that instead. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've, um, I have lobbed a stick and I have hit someone, yeah. Excellent. It's not a good feeling. Tick. Yeah. Um, man, if I could listen to one band for the rest of my life, um, this is going to sound really dicky, really dick. Wait on answer, But I think it'd be Radiohead. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Um, because it's a bit dicky. It is. It is. Yeah. I almost feel a bit. Yeah. Oh, I can see you're not comfortable it. saying I'm not it. Not comfortable because it's yeah. so cliche. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. Wa- I'm gonna walk out of here and think of heaps. 
But yeah, you know what? I did the same thing. I was um, like, damn, I should have said Foo Fighters. No, I, no, I wouldn't say Foo Fighters either. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say for, for a bit of variety. Yep. You know, like, you know, like all their old stuff. Um, Pablo Honey, and then you've got um, the one that they, the sort of album that broke them out um, with the bends on it. That was a good, like, rock album. And then they moved into this weird... There's been a lot of get me going on this. So there's been gonna, a lot of evolutions of Radiohead. Yeah, yeah, and they just and then they went Kid A and completely electronic and, and tweaked out and weird and and then they came back a little bit and centered themselves. But all of it's interesting, right? And all and a lot of it I listen to it I still don't get and I'm like, but I, <laughs> but I, I like listening to the bands that I don't get what they're doing. Yeah. Um, all right, well that'll do it for us, I think, for the for today. Mate, it's been fun. Mate, that that was that that's times flown. Yeah, we had a good chat. Bit of fun, had a bit of a laugh, even live laughed, which means some of it is probably useful. Good, yeah. Um, so still relevant with the youngsters. Still, we're, we're still we're still relevant. Yeah, yeah, we're still relevant. We're still connecting. It's, it, as long as we can span many generations, yeah. we're doing our job. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to inspire. This is it. I want to, you know, I want to draw from every generation to to build me up as you're well. A, you're a wanker. You're a wanker. Yeah, I feel like we can touch the hearts and minds of everyone. Just be careful in this in this in this me too environment. We can't touch much. That's right. Okay, so just be very careful what we're trying to touch. And as the the great Elton John said when he sung, "All you need is love." Was that Elton John? No. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, on that note, uh, we'd like to thank Will Plumbing Hancock Plumbing. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Cheers, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Eek Inside the Panic Room. If you want to hear more of the chaos, make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Don't forget to give us a five-star review and check out our socials at Straight Up Digital.